0: The title of today's episode is Are you doing it too? The scripture verse is Romans chapter 1 verses 29 to 32. They were filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, covetousness, malice, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, craftiness, they are gossippers, slanderers, god-haters, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, rebellious toward parents, Foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. They know God's decree that those who practice such things deserve to die. Yet they not only do them, but they even applaud others who practice them. This was a tough verse for me to read this morning. The whole section, called The Guilt of Humankind, was talking about people forgetting about God and not giving God the proper respect. Honestly, I was sort of skimming through the chapter and thinking in my head, God was not talking about me in this section. He was talking about those godless people who don't care about God, don't like God, maybe don't even know God. I was nodding my head and thinking, yes, these people he's talking about are awful, or at least their behaviors are awful. Good thing he's not talking about me. Then I came to the end verses above, and they really stood out to me. The verses above list over 20 different ways to go against God's decree. It's easy to look at some of them and know they're not describing us. You might look at the verse and say, I'm not wicked. I'm not evil or full of malice. I'm not full of murder. I do not invent evil. I am not heartless or ruthless. I think we can look at the list above and agree that there are several things listed that do not describe us and that's great. However, I wonder if any of us can look at that list and say that none of them describe us. We might read through this list, and at first glance, we think we are exempt from all of them. I would never do any of those things. Is this true, though, if we're being completely honest? I am going to go through a few that I know I have done so you can see How we might be doing these things in our everyday life. The first two that stick out to me kind of go hand in hand covetousness and full of envy. I would like to say I don't do these things. I am happy with what I have and I don't need what other people have. Then I look at Facebook and I see the awesome vacation that someone took and envy starts to creep its way in. I look at Instagram. And I see the new house, the new job, the new baby someone just had. And envy and covetousness start to creep in. Honestly, for me, I see these creep in even in my Encounter Ministries class. I see people being slain in the Spirit or exhibiting physical manifestations of the Holy Spirit. And envy starts to creep in. Why did they get to be slain in the Spirit? Are they holier than I am? Why are they manifesting the Holy Spirit like that? Do they have more Holy Spirit than I do? I see some students using gifts of the Holy Spirit that I don't have, and covetousness creeps in. I don't always realize it in the moment. It's only when I reflect back on it. I know when I have thoughts like this, these are the enemy coming in and whispering them into my ears. I reject the thoughts, and I replace it with the truth. I don't sit in the envy and the covetousness. I recognize it, dismiss it, and move on. However, it is there, even if only briefly. How about you? Do you see places in your life where envy and covetousness, which is a strong desire to have something, are creeping in? Do you wonder why you feel crappy after you spend time on social media? Are you secretly... Are you secretly wanting everything that everyone else has? Maybe you don't even realize it. Maybe all you know is that if you spend too long on social media, you feel less grateful for what you do have, and you feel this unsettled feeling, but you're not sure why. Next time you feel that way, stop and ask yourself if you're feeling envy or covetousness. Remind yourself of all the blessings that you have received from God. Remind yourself that although other people may seem like they have a perfect life on social media, we don't know what's really going on behind the scenes. The next thing that stood out to me was the part that says they are gossipers, slanderers. I wish I could say that these did not apply to me. I actually do try very hard not to be a gossiper or slanderer. However, I find myself in situations where I am partaking in both. For instance, if I had a bad experience with someone at a store, then I will tell my friends or family. I will talk bad about that person instead of just forgiving and moving on. I will talk bad about drivers on the road. I would say I am not slandering people all over town or ruining their reputation. And yet God still put it on my heart that whenever we're talking badly about people, it's not good. Why is it? we will run into several good people throughout the day and yet we only talk about the ones that weren't good. Why not tell people about the woman who held the door for you or the man behind you that gave you that extra penny you needed? Why not be on the lookout for the ways people are doing good in the world instead of focusing on the ones who aren't? Gossiping is really harmful and I don't think we realize how much we do it. We might think we're just joking around or just letting off some steam. But gossip can cause division in even the closest groups of friends. I don't know if it's gossiping or slander when we are commenting on the annoying things that others do. But I know it's not good. For instance, oftentimes, after we do a YouTube workout video, we will comment on what the instructor did that we didn't like or her outfit or her voice or anything. This isn't good. At least she got out there and did it. At least she was brave enough to put her video online to help us get into shape. We might think it's not a big deal. It's not like she'll ever know what we're saying. And we're right, she probably won't. The problem with this is that it's training our brain to notice what we don't like instead of what we do like. What about if after each video, We commented on what was good instead of what we didn't like. Gossiping can also run rampant in families. One sibling talks to another sibling who then talks to another sibling and soon there are things being said that aren't accurate. Just because we are related to people, just because we are related to people, doesn't mean we have the right to talk about them when they're not around. Just because you may not agree with how your sibling is parenting does not mean you have the right to talk about them badly or gossip about them to another sibling. Just because you didn't like something that your parents did doesn't mean you get to gossip about them to your other siblings. Talking about something and gossiping are different, and you can tell you are gossiping if you're saying something that you wouldn't want to get back to them. If you would be upset or they would be upset if they heard what you were saying, then it's gossip and you shouldn't be saying it. The line that stood out the most, and is actually the reason I chose this verse today, is They know God's decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, yet they not only do them, but even applaud others who practice them. Wow, that is hard to hear. Those who practice such things deserve to die. That's a pretty strong statement. I think oftentimes we can minimize what we're doing. Even if we know it's wrong, we sort of rack and stack our sins. Yes, I know I'm doing this one sin, but it isn't as bad as some of the other things other people are doing, so I think I'm okay. In this verse above, there is no distinction. It doesn't say if you are only doing one or two of these things, it's okay, but more than that, and you deserve to die. It doesn't say that. It combines them into one long list of things we shouldn't do. If the Bible is telling us it's not okay to do it and that those who do deserve to die, then why do we think it's okay? Why do we let ourselves off the hook so easily? Why do we normalize the things God tells us not to do? Why do we think it's perfectly acceptable to do certain things just because everyone is doing them? Gossiping is rampant in this country. It's hard to find people to be around that don't just want to sit around and gossip about other people? Could we break the cycle? Could we refuse to take part in any of the gossiping? We could either walk away when people start gossiping or change the story. Maybe say positive things about the person or change the topic. Would you be more motivated to change your behaviors if you realized that if you partook in these things that we deserve to die I feel like that is the motivation I needed to hear to try a little harder. If we know it is wrong, why do we keep doing it? Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to bless all those listening to this episode today. Lord, help us to see what behaviors we are doing that go against your decree. Put on our hearts all the things that we are doing that are not okay in your eyes. Sometimes we're not doing it on purpose. Sometimes we're not even aware of what we are doing. Please reveal it to us, Lord. Please show us how we can change, how we can worship you and honor you in a better way, Lord. We love you so much, and we don't want to do anything that will hurt you or sadden you. We are so grateful for you and all you do for us. We are grateful for all the patience you have for us as we learn to live this one life that you have given us. We ask all of this in accordance with your will and in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey to walk boldly with Jesus. I look forward to meeting you here again on Monday. Remember, Jesus loves you, and so do I. Have a blessed weekend.